Night was slowly falling in the narrow valley. On the winding path cut in the side of the hill, about twenty mules were following each other, bending under their heavy load. The muleteers, being tired, did not cease to hurry forward their animals, abusing them with coarse voices. Comfortably seated on mules with large pack-saddles, three men were going along at the same pace as the caravan of which they were the masters. Their thick dresses, their fur boots, and their red woolen hoods protected them from the cold wind of the mountain. In the darkness, rendered thicker by a slight fog, the lights of a village were shining, and soon the mules, hurrying all together, jostling their loads, crowded before the only inn of the place. The three travellers, happy to be able to rest, got down from their saddles when the innkeeper came out on the step of his door and excused himself, saying all his rooms were taken. "'I have still, it is true, a large hall the other side of the street, but it is only a barn, badly shut. I will show it to you.' The merchants, disappointed, consulted each other with a look, but it was too late to continue their way. They followed their landlord. The hall that was shown to them was big enough and closed at the end by a curtain. Their luggage was brought, the bedclothes rolled on the pack-saddles were spread out, as usual, on planks and trestles. The meal was served in the general sitting-room, in the midst of noise, laughing and movement smoking rice, vegetables preserved in vinegar, and lukewarm wine served in small cups. Then everyone went to bed. The lights were put out, and profound silence prevailed in the sleeping village. However, towards the hour of the rat, a sensation of cold and uneasiness awoke one of the three travellers, named Wang Fu, Happiness of the Kings. He turned in his bed, but the snoring of his two companions annoyed him. He could not get to sleep. Again, seeing that his rest was finished, he got up, relit the lamp which was out, took a book from his baggage, and stretched himself out again. But if he could not sleep, it was just as impossible to read. In spite of himself, his eyes quitted the columns of letters laid out in lines, and searched into the darkness that the feeble light did not contrive to break through. A growing terror froze him. He would have liked to awaken his companions, but the fear of being made fun of prevented him. By dint of looking, he at last saw a slight movement shake the big curtain which closed the room. There came from behind a crackling of wood being broken. Then a long, painful, threatening silence began again. The merchant felt his flesh thrill. He was filled with horror in spite of his efforts to be reasonable. He had put aside his book, and the coverlet drawn up to his nose, he fixed his enlarged eyes on the shadowy corners at the end of the room. The side of the curtain was lifted. A pale hand held the folds. The stuff thus raised permitted a being to pass whose form, hardly distinct, seemed penetrated by the shadow. Happiness of kings would have liked to scream. His contracted throat allowed no sound to escape. Motionless and speechless, he followed with his horrified look the slow movement of the apparition which approached. He, little by little, recognized the silhouette of a female, seen by her short quilted dress and her long, narrow jacket. 
Behind the body, he perceived the curtain again moving. The spectre, in the meantime, bending over the bed of one of the sleeping travellers, appeared to give him a long kiss. Then it went towards the couch of the second merchant. Happiness of Kings distinctly saw the pale figure, the eyes from which a red flame was shining, and sharp teeth half exposed in a ferocious smile, which opened and shut by turns on the throat of the sleeper. A start disturbed the body under the covers, then all stopped. The spectre was drinking in long draughts. Happiness of Kings, seeing that his turn was coming, had just strength enough to pull the coverlet over his head. He heard grumblings, a freezing breath penetrated through the wadded material.